For ladies from across the world We have come just to give a word Come one, come two, come all Ride with us and we won't let you fall Loving God is what we've come to do Head of fighting queens, oh that's the Purity, purification, purified. All of these words have to do with ridding something of its contaminants. This reminds me of the process that God takes us through when he takes us broken in our mess and he cleans us up and rids us of anything that is not like him. This is your girl, Purified, and I'm so excited to be here with you today. Hey, 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 this is your girl, Purified, and I am so happy to be back with you all I hope you have enjoyed our mini-series that we did with our husbands and why did we get married. And we'll definitely be having them come back to join us in the near future. But today I just wanted to bring you um, just, just a little bit of a reminder of just how good our God is. And so I titled this episode... What a good, good father. And so I'm sure we've all heard the song um, and, and how it goes on to say that he's perfect in all of his ways. And I could not agree more that he is just absolutely perfect. And we don't really use that word a lot to describe things. But when talking about our savior, he is perfect. He is flawless. And so... Um, it's just when I think about what a good, good father, he's just so good to us. And so Jay and I shared a devotional with me today that talked about how, you know, how we all go through our kind of revelation when we really um come to a place where we're like sold out for God like we just want to talk right we want to act right we want to walk right we want to do everything right um almost to in a sense of trying to be perfect ourselves um because we've we've had this encounter with God that has left us wanting to just do and be like again, just about perfect in everything that we do. But in this devotional, it explained that we we can never be perfect. And, and that's never what he called us to do. He never called us to attempt to be perfect. Yes, we should wake up every day and strive to do the right things. But we also have to understand that we are flesh we are flesh and we will and do make mistakes and so when we make mistakes 
we have to be careful not to condemn ourselves. Now, the Holy Spirit, thank God for him, he'll come in and convict us um, with that sweet, small voice and tell us where we went wrong. And we'll turn away from that. You know, if we truly say we love God, we'll know the Holy Spirit. We'll hear that conviction and we'll turn away from that, which is what we should not be doing. But it's never uh, an aim for the Holy Spirit to condemn us. A level of condemnation, that's not of God. Condemnation is not of God. And so we have to be careful about that, um, particularly, again, when we are kind of in this place where we, you know, trying to just be perfect in all things God. We have to be careful to understand that when we make those mistakes, because we'll make them, that we don't condemn ourselves and we don't uh, sit around feeling guilty that we're terrible people. You know, none of that is of God. And so it reminds me of um, a previous episode that I did um, about being free. And so if you can remember back to that episode, you know, I talked about how we don't have any bondage. There's nothing that God is holding against us. Absolutely nothing. So those things that we're still dwelling in and, and dealing with and feeling bad about, we got to let those things go. We have to free ourselves through Jesus because he already paid for our sins. He already did that. He died on the cross for our sins. So let's not forget that part, that that's what he did for us. He's already taken care of it. He knew that we would mess up. He knew that we would make mistakes. He already knew it. That's why he's a good, good father, because he already knew we would do these things. And he already paid the price for them. So now our responsibility is when we make those mistakes to go to him genuinely. God, I know I wrong. I was wrong when I said this. I was wrong when I did that. And ask him to help you to turn away from that sin. Make a 180 degree turn from that sin. And he is a merciful God. He will forgive you. If you come to him genuinely and earnestly, he will forgive you for your sins. So I was so thankful for Jay Nice for sharing that with me because it was just a great reminder to just be free. You know, we're not out here trying to be perfect and to live perfect lives. And when you, again, make those mistakes, be careful not to condemn and wallow in that guilt don't wallow in it understand and remember what Jesus did for you and I he already paid for that sin he already knew that we were going to do those things so much so our trying to be perfect almost is like we'll need him you know if if we're going to be perfect then why do we need Jesus no, we absolutely need a savior because we, we cannot be perfect. We're going to mess up. So hear me clearly. 
I'm definitely not giving instruction to go out and do what you want to do and live whatever kind of life you want to live. That's not the instruction. But I'm simply saying that when we make mistakes, because we will make them, we will always make them, that we have to be careful to acknowledge the sin, ask God for forgiveness for the sin. If we need help, turning from it completely, asking him for that help, and then making the change and moving on. So he's a good, good father. But I want to take that same principle and apply it to you and I and how we deal with people. So you know how we talked about how, you know, we serve a God that's a good, good father. He's merciful. He's full of grace. He's full of mercy. You know, because we've been doing stuff all down through the years. We've been messing up doing stuff and he's continued to just bless us and prosper us and keep us and cover us. Right. And so all the things that we were deserving of, he he withheld. He, he, he has not given us the things that we deserved for the wrongdoing that we did. But aren't we so quick? Aren't we so quick to be ready to tell somebody about themselves when they do us wrong? <laughs> we we be ready. We absolutely be ready. And you have to use bad grammar on that one cuz we be ready to tell somebody about themselves when they do us wrong. But it's like, I can imagine Jesus. Like, really? Really? You? You, the same person who I have forgiven over and over again? You ready to pop off on somebody? No, not you. (laughs) I can just imagine it. His thought process when he forgives us over and over again, but we don't want to give a person a little bit of grace for when they wrong us and don't let them mess around and do it two three four times but why are we like that what how how dare us how could we even begin to be that way when God has forgiven us time and time again when God has given us chance after chance after chance When every single day that we wake up, that's another chance to get it right. Because we did something yesterday that wasn't quite right. We thought a thought. We said a thing. We did something. But he, he allowed us to wake up today to do it over again. So how can we, how can we have this attitude of we're not going to extend grace to other people? And I say we, I'm in this conversation with you. I'm talking it through, but I'm in it too. So he instantly brought me to John 13 and 34. And John 13 and 34 reads, So now I am giving you a new commandment. Love each other. Just as I have loved you, you should love each other. Your love for one another will prove to the world that you are my disciples. We are called to love, to love one another. And in love, just as God does for us, there is grace 
on grace on grace. Mm. Let that sink in. Not grace one time. You know how we do. I'm going to let it slide this time. But next time. <laughs> uh, how dare us. Can you imagine? I don't even want to think about it. But let's just put on that hat for a second. Can you imagine if God treated us that way? I'm going to let that sin slide this time. But the next time. Man. I don't know about you, but I would have been gone so long ago. So long ago, if he was operating on that principle. So if our father, who is our role model, who is our example, um, does not do that, then then we got to change something about ourselves. We have to change our reactions we have to change how we treat people we have to change that so (laughs) I have to take a little time out here and tell you a little testimony um, that Divine and I have actually been experiencing together So Divine had an iPhone that she was going to send to me because, you know, she didn't need it anymore and she wanted to bless me with the phone. And so, you know, a free iPhone. So I'm not really um, super techie and, you know, wanting like the newest, greatest things. But I was like, what? A free iPhone? You giving it away? Absolutely. I'll take that off of you. So... Like a great friend, she packaged it up, you know, the headphones, the phone, the chargers, the case. I mean, it was all there. She packaged it up for me. She put it in a box, Put the went to the post office, made the label out for the box, and dropped it off at the post office. Well, let's fast forward about a week. I received a bag that had the label that Divine had created for the box that had the iPhone in it. And I called her because when I opened the bag, there was a t-shirt in it. And I was like, hey girl, thank you for this t-shirt. And I was like, "Mm, I don't really know what this means because the t-shirt said, the legendary Luther has retired. And I was like, you gonna have to explain this t-shirt to me, but thank you, because I love unexpected gifts. And she was like, girl, I sent you no t-shirt. So long story short, <laughs> we believe that the iPhone was stolen by a worker um, for, with the postal service because we just we have nothing else to explain how the label that she created was moved from the box that she placed the iPhone in to a bag like it was physically removed from the box and placed onto a bag so as you can imagine we're both quite upset quite frustrated about this so we have been putting in claims ready to ready to pop off on the postal workers and we finally came to the conclusion today after like 
a week of just investigating ourselves and, you know, going through different people. Um, And so let me go back a little bit. So we got a message that basically they had resolved the case and said, you know, sorry, um, the box was only insured for $50. So that's all we can cover. Mind you, the phone was like 600. So they're telling us all they can cover is like $50. So we're like ready to like pretty much lose it on the postal people because it's like no someone here stole the phone you're telling me the case is resolved like we're frustrated we're upset and so finally came to the 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 revelation today that you know what you know what like God's got this he knew he already knew this was gonna happen and 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 then he brought fresh perspective to it because we're like this is a phone right and we're feeling like we can't get justice for our phone being taken like nobody cares and nobody's doing anything about it but you know what God said he was like that's just a phone think about the parents Particularly in this season where, you know, we're protesting, you know, Black Lives Matter, All Lives Matter, you know, all this type of thing. Um, Think about the parents who have lost their child. Um, Where someone else has taken their life and no justice is being rendered. So if I have this level of frustration about a phone and nobody's doing anything about it, I can't imagine how the mama must feel, how the daddy must feel about their child. I'm sorry, yeah, about their child who was killed at the hands of someone else and nothing or no one seems to really care about it. So it led me to pray. It led me to pray. And that gave, and I shared it with Divine, and she totally agreed, of course. And that just led us to God has this under control. I don't know what he's trying to teach us in this situation. Um, maybe it's just trust me. Maybe it's um, vengeance is mine. I don't know. But at the end of the day, we just got to trust them. We just got to trust them. And we have to let it go. We have to let it go. So I just needed to share that little testimony because it, it it's one thing to talk about things, but it's another to like let it drive home with a circumstance that we have personally been dealing with over the last week. So we have to give grace to other people maybe someone has wronged you and you're still upset with them you still walk by them and can't bring yourself to look them in the face because you're so heated so upset so in dislike against them but y'all that right there that is not of God it's not it's just not And like I already said, if he could forgive us 
for the mess, because that's what it is, the mess that we have done and been in, then surely we can forgive people who have wronged us. And forgiveness is not so much for them, but it's for you. So you can get your peace. So you can keep your peace. So you can keep your right standing, your position with God intact. Yeah. And then, as I was thinking about this, he also brought me to James first chapter 19th verse James the first chapter and the 19th verse and it reads my dear brothers and sisters be quick to listen slow to speak and slow to get angry your anger can never make things right in God's sight So get rid of all the filth and evil in your lives and humbly accept the message God has planted in your hearts, for it is strong enough to save your souls. And remember, it is a message to obey, not just to listen to. If you don't obey, you are only fooling yourself. For if you just listen... And don't obey. It is like looking at your face in a mirror, but doing nothing to improve your appearance. You see yourself, walk away, and forget what you look like. But if you keep looking steadily into God's perfect law, the law that sets you free, and if you do what it says, and don't forget what you heard, then God will bless you for doing it. If you claim to be religious, but don't control your tongue, you are just fooling yourself and your religion is worthless. Pure and lasting religion in the sight of God our Father means that we must care for orphans and widows in their troubles and refuse to let the world corrupt us. I wasn't even intending to read all that, but the Spirit said, keep going. So I did. So it's important to understand. I'm going to bring all this full circle. To walk in the freedom. Walk in freedom. Jesus Christ has come. He came to the earth, died a sinner's death on that cross. And thank God he rose. He rose. And now he's sitting at the right hand of the Father advocating for us on the daily. On the minute by minute. So walk in that freedom. Don't try to be perfect. Yes, strive to live righteously. But know that when you make mistakes... That you have a good, good father that you can go to and ask for forgiveness and ask him to help you turn away from the sins that entangle you.
He'll help you. Just ask him. He's a good, good father. Just ask him. And just as he gives us forgiveness and grace and mercy over and over again, sometimes for the same stuff over and over again, you know that stuff you tell him, well, God, if you get me out this time, I promise I won't. And then you do it again and then he gets you out again. And then you mess around and do it again and he gets you out again. That's the type of God we serve. He's a good, good father. So if he does it for us, then we have to do it for other people. We have to give grace. Even when it is just, woo, killing us on the inside. We have to give grace because we are the feet of Jesus in this dark world. We have to be the light. We have to remember that sometimes we are the only God that people have ever seen or heard. So what comes out of our mouths and how we react are what they know of God. Ooh, let that sink in. People who have never known anything about God, Holy Spirit, Jesus, they are looking at us to be their example. We are all they know about the Trinity. But again, even in those mistakes, even when we make those mistakes, they need to see how we get ourselves back up and change. They don't need to necessarily see a perfect person. They just need to see a person who can recognize when they do wrong and can make a decision to do something different, to do it different, to come back and ask for forgiveness if we messed up, to say, you know what, I'm sorry, I was wrong when I said, you know what, I was wrong when I did. That's what they need. Unbelievers don't need to see perfect people. They need to see real people living real lives, serving a real God who understands that we will make mistakes. But when we make those mistakes, that we can come to him, ask for forgiveness and pick ourselves up. Pick ourselves up through what Jesus has already done for us. So with that, We just have to really all look into our lives and make sure that we are in right standing and that we are loving other people, that we're loving and extending love to other people. Because that is what we are called to do. That is what God does for us. And that is what we are called to do for other people. So it might be somebody that you need to go and say that you're sorry to. Only you know that. But don't tarry and take your time in that for tomorrow is not promised. 
So if you feel the spirit moving in a way inside of you as you're listening to this message, then go ahead and make that right, right now. Make that right. Ask for forgiveness. Clean up something that you said that you know was malicious and filled with ill intent. Go ahead and clean that up. Ask God for forgiveness for a reaction that you had today, for something that you said that was out of pocket. Go ahead and ask for forgiveness for that right now. Let's not tarry thinking that we have tomorrow and oh, you know, I'll I'll get with him, you know, next week. No, do it now. Don't put off for tomorrow what you can do right now, today. So I pray that that bless you. I pray that if that was an area that that you were going back and forth about, you know, well, should I, you know, call and and let and had this conversation with the person. I pray that that was a, some confirmation for you, if this was for you. As always, we absolutely love your support. We love you we are praying for you as our listeners we thank you for supporting us um please check us out on facebook we have a active and ongoing facebook page where we are posting encouraging words every day eventually we'll get on there and go live so that you can see us and interact with us in real time and we're just looking forward to what god has for us the edifying queens where he is taking this ministry and again we just cannot thank you enough for your continued support we love you guys if you have any questions um, concerns comments prayer requests anything please email us at eqlovesjesus at gmail.com until next time god bless you I think it's so important to give anyone who's listening today who doesn't know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior an opportunity to make the decision to join the family, the very best family. uh, And that's a kingdom family, becoming a kingdom citizen. And if that's you, if you're seeking that relationship with Jesus Christ, wanting him to be your personal Lord and Savior, please repeat this prayer after me. Lord Jesus, I need you. I believe that you are Lord and that you died for my sins and arose for my justification. Forgive me for my sins and all I have done wrong. I receive you into my heart as my Lord and Savior. Save me, Lord. Save me right now. Amen. And if you prayed that prayer, congratulations on making the very best decision of your life. And that is to accept Christ as your Lord and Savior. If you need further 
direction or instruction on what this walk with Jesus looks like, please email us. Our information is on the main detail page for the podcast. Please shoot us an email. We'd love to hear from you and walk this thing out with you. God bless you. It is always a joy to come here with you and to bring you a message. This is your girl, Purified. Until next time, remember that God's got you, he loves you, and you are free in him. Four ladies from across the world. We have come just to give a word. Come one, come two, come all. Ride with us and we won't let you fall. Loving God is what we've come to do. Head of fighting queens, oh, that's the key.